the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The world is a complicated place. You need someone to expose the political fakers, fixers, and takers, and to cut through the mindless chatter and misdirection to help you make sense of it all. That person is Dan Proft, and this is The Dan Proft Show. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to The Dan Proft Show. As you probably can tell by the voice that this is not Dan Proft. My name, uh, I'll be sitting in for Dan, is Scott Shelley. Uh, you probably won't even know that either, but uh, I'm, I'm more commonly referred to as the cow guy. Uh, you'll catch me on a, a bunch of different uh, financial news networks, you know, Fox being the main one, but I'll do some CNBC Europe and Bloomberg and TD Ameritrade and the likes, and uh, I usually am you know, talking about public policy, a lot of things that Dan talks about on his show and also the markets. Uh, but I'm here to um, kind of dive right in and get started today, and it's uh, – uh, it's it's a great way to start the week, um, and I've also learned in in this business that you don't say Dan's on Dan's on assignment, right? He's either uh, you know scuba diving in in Florida or, or surfing in California, but he's on assignment, so we don't actually really know where he's at. But well, what a week, right? Um, we just got through with uh, the second impeachment, the second. You know, the fruitless exercise. Um, and and for, for all the, the his misdeeds and his bad behavior, uh, this this whole thing was um, – it was vindictive. And I write about that in um, one of the things I write in uh, the Northwest Indiana Times here in the Midwest. Um, not that big of a paper, but not that small of a paper either. And I, and I, read, a, I read a Sunday um, article. And, you know, <clears throat> here's where we're at, right? When you – this is what – this is the direct result – of when you vote against something and not for something. And what I mean by that is, you know, I'm also in the business world. That's why I'm on those television shows. I comment a lot of the, how public policy affects business. But when you're against something all the time, that's a lot different. And when you vote against something, that's a lot different than voting for something. And this is the direct result. This is what you get. You, you get everybody, it's the politics of no, everybody upset about everything. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. But they don't, ha- they don't know what they do want to do, right? So when you come into my office and you say, hey, I don't like the way the company's going. I don't like this direction. I don't like what we're selling. I don't like this price. That's fine. Great. Thank you very much for your input. What's your solution? What's your solution? Don't come in here and just tell me how bad things are. Come in here and tell me how bad they are, and this is what I would do about it. But we don't get that from the left. And if we do get it from the left, this is what we get. See, from my upbringing on, my, on the right side of the aisle, I come from a, a fact, a, a point that where the country's generally good, right? Americans are good people. There's, we don't have this divide that I think that everybody's been led to believe. When you're in line at Starbucks, do you care who's in front of you and who's behind you really? I mean, you got lives. That you, you, I mean, we don't have this social unrest as much as I think the media would like you to Yes, is, does it happen? Sure. Are there bad cops every now and again? Sure. Are there bad NFL football players every now and again? Sure. But I don't believe that it's inherently a bad place. And, I, and, and neither do the, the, the thousands and tens of thousands and maybe even hundreds of thousands of people 
that are trying to come across our southern border. If it was that bad of a place, if it was so racist and misogynistic and fascist and whatever you think it is, um, why do all these people want to come in? Why, we're not putting up a border to keep people out. And so I come from that point of view where things are, are good, generally good. And yes, can we improve? Absolutely, right? But the other side of the aisle comes in everything that it's everything. This is horrible. We need to burn it down and start over. And we need to build it up into what we like and what we think it should be. Build back better. Does that, found, does that sound familiar to you? Build back better the way I envision things to be. And I think that's the problem. I don't have the negative point of view of, of America that they do. They, America is an inherently bad place that they need to tear down and build back up the way they think it should be. And, and who cares what the founding fathers wanted? Versus my side, look, I think it's a great place. That's why everybody still wants to be here. And I love my country. And I love my flag. And I'm patriotic that way too. And, and, and that's, that's the problem. So when you're against something, you're not for anything. And, and, and that, that is how we find ourselves in the position we're at today, right? They, they don't like – they voted against Donald Trump. They didn't vote for Joe Biden. That's a problem. Because now you have to wake up and you think, okay, I got that guy out. Orange man, bad. He's done. He's gone. Whatever. Now what, have I, now, what, now what do I have? Now we've got a guy that in his first few days – well, he's, he's signed more executive orders than he's been in office, days in office. Hmm, that doesn't sound like a dictator if you ask me. Not. But he signs away uh, he, he, you know, the, the Keystone XL pipeline. Okay? Now, to, to every nonpartisan – environmentalist, it's a lot safer to do it with the pipeline than it is to put it on trains and trucks. And if you're worried about the environment, you'd put it in the pipeline. But because Donald Trump wanted to do it, we're getting rid of it. 11,000 guys, not including all the jobs up and down that pipeline and all those small towns. I'm sure you've seen them on the television like I have. But there's a, there's a, there's a, a, you know, a consequence, a knock-on effect. Nope, that was his idea. We're getting rid of it. I don't care. If it was cancer, if he cured cancer and it was his idea, we'd get rid of it too. So they're always against something, right? And then if they are for something, I think it can be very dangerous too. I mean, the one time they are, they are for, it's you know, the, the $15, hour, $15 an hour minimum wage, federal minimum wage. You know, there's places that just couldn't handle it. I mean, if you, you know, my mother ran a small shop when I was a kid. If she, if she had to have everybody paying 50, you know, getting 15 bucks an hour, it would be closed today, right? And this is not just because it was back in the day. You know, you can you can index that to what people were getting paid, in the t- you know, back then, and it would be closed. But that's another symptom, right? They're they're always after solving the symptom, not the problem. And I'll tell you, love them or hate them, when you get your unemployment rate down to the mid three and a half, three point four, whatever it was at at its low here in, in the U.S. before COVID hit, you don't hear anybody complaining about a federal minimum wage. There's nobody that's arguing. If you're up by four touchdowns in the huddle, nobody's arguing about who gets the ball next. Because everybody, we're winning. So when you've got a 3.5% unemployment rate, you're not talking about a federally mandated um, minimum wage. That only comes up when things aren't good. It doesn't come up when things are great. So you see where I'm going here? It's when things, when you want to solve, when you do want to solve something, you're trying, you're, you're, you're treating a symptom. You're not treating the problem. And generally speaking, you just don't want to solve anything. You just want to complain. And that doesn't get anywhere, anybody anywhere. So that's my, that's my, my big problem with the whole scenario 
is that I, I, you come to my office. You can complain all you want. I get it. I'm, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes every single day. But don't come in here and tell me how stupid I am without telling me a, a better way to get it done because that doesn't do anybody any good. And then to surround yourself by people that are just going to say yes to you all the time isn't going to get us anywhere either. So that's been my biggest problem with, you know, what, what is your end game? What do you want this to look like? I, I mean, what do you want the world to look like when you want to let men compete against women in, in female sports? What, what, okay, what's, talk to me about that. I can't believe that you're that overly sensitive that you can't say that that doesn't smell right, right? It's, you know, I own, I own the website Common Sense Cry or the URL commonsensecry.com because I think that there's going to be some room for this coming soon because the left is trying to tell you don't believe your eyes and don't believe your ears. Do not believe what you're seeing and do not believe what you're hearing. Believe what we're telling you, and then when you're done with that, we're going to start modifying your behavior. Okay? It's not just what to think, or not just your behavior, it's going to be what you think, right? The thoughts and behavior are going to be their big two things they're going to go after. Because they've gotten a lot of people. What happens when you've been told time and time again, don't believe what you see, don't believe what you hear? It's unsettling because those two are basic tenets of life. If I'll see it when I believe I'll believe it when I see it, right? Everybody said that before. It's a mostly peaceful protest, never mind the inferno behind me. They're trying to upset you because it's easier to move in and take control amidst the chaos of your mind when you're starting to doubt yourself about what you're seeing and what you're believing. And on top of that, they're not even doing any backroom deals about it. They're doing it right out in front in front of your very eyes. And you say to yourself, I can't believe they're doing this. What did they do? What? No, we're going to have uh, people that are born men compete with women, like it or not. And if you don't like it, we're going to cancel you, dox you, it's over. What, what, what is your alternative? Where do you go in this world? How do we get to what you and I would say is just a commonsensical, you know, look, if, if, if I've got an agricultural background. That's why they call me the cow guy, right? We, if you go outside and it's raining, you're not pulling the tractor out. It's raining. But the left is going to sit there all day long and try to tell me it's not, it's not raining. No, it's, you have to trust yourself. And I think that the last four years, I think a lot of people on the right have slowly but surely learned, you know, this doesn't smell right. We can't get anybody to cover Hunter Biden. We can't get anybody to cover really anything that hurts the left's agenda. That doesn't smell right to me. I don't care if you call it a new show, an opinion show, or whatever. If you're not covering it, you're not covering it. So nothing to see here. Don't believe what you see. Your, your eyes are telling you or what your ears are telling you. Move along now. We'll tell you how to behave and we'll tell you how to think. That's where we're at when you vote against something rather than for something. And that's the problem that we're going to have to deal with for the next four years or three and a half years. And it's, it's going to be an uphill battle. seat and sharpen your pencils class is in session with professor dan proft and the dan proft show